Bad in a Podcast, sponsored by Flyro. This podcast is sponsored by Flymo, home of the hover and the only garden brand that my nan will use. Don't bother asking her about the rest. She only wants a Flymo. My nan loves them. My mum and dad love them. I love them. Everything I've had from Flymo is quality, it's affordable, and it's designed to make caring for your garden easy. From the robotic, which will literally just do the work for you, that's my sort of gardening, to the hovers that will literally glide over the grass, cut it for you, sorted. Anything that makes tidying your garden quickly and easily is a win in my book. Now, my nan bought my hover for me about 10 years ago, probably went old school and got it from a shop, and you can do the same. Or you can hit the link in the description, flymo.com. You get free delivery on all orders over 45 quid. You can't ask better than that. Get it delivered. Get that grass cut. Today's podcast is the best bits from last night's show. We are live every Monday to Thursday, 8 till 10, on Twitter, Facebook, Twitch, YouTube, Anywhere, are we anywhere else? Them, just them places at the moment. If you want to watch, if you want to get involved, if you want to phone in, Monday to Thursdays, 8 till 10. Uh, ready and waiting to go, uh, watching that. Uh, also celebrating. You know him as um, the Buck King. That's a, a private uh, <laughs> a joke from the stream. Uh, but we know him also as Mr. Richard Chugger. <laughs> that brings Buck to Chugging to a different meaning now, doesn't it? Hello, mate. You all right? <laughs> mate, thanks so much. We're running late, but sounding great tonight because... Um, I have technical issues, but it's not anything different than the usual, is it? How are you, dude? Ed, I'm good. I'm good. Getting tired now, so uh, but I'm going to go have an argument with the wife and the missus because it'll be so late when I go to bed. Ah, well, you can blame me. <laughs> so should be okay. I always do. I always <laughs> do blame you. Um, well, how are you dude. doing? Yeah, good, man. We've had a good show tonight. Uh, some good uh, chats about podcasts and celebrating the Garden Podcast, which has been awesome. Uh, mate, the Veg Grower podcast has been going. Now, how many years has the Veg Grower podcast been going for? Seven years. Seven, Seven long years. years. Seven years, yeah. Oh, yeah. And... I mean, when I started, there was only a handful of gardening podcasts out at the time. And majority of those were, I think the RHS had one, Gardener's World, and the Sod Show. I think they were the only UK-based ones yeah. I could find at the time. And there was quite a few American ones, which were great, but they used different terminology, as uh, James just expressed. And I just, I felt we needed something UK-based. So I built my own, as you do, you know. <laughs> like when you first started, mate, like you say, there wasn't many about. How did you even know really, like podcasting seven years ago is very different to how it is now. How do you even really know what to get, how to start, all that sort of stuff? Well, the first, the first two episodes I actually recorded on a hands-free kit on my phone while driving around the M25. I can remember it now. Um, but I, when I listened back to that, the audio quality was rubbish, so I didn't use it. And, but, I mean, 
back then there was not the the the, the ability to do what we can do now. So I got myself again a, a proper microphone that I plugged into my phone, edited it all on my phone, built myself a website, and and done it all through that because that's all we could do at the time. Mm-hmm. And uh, now, I mean, a lot of the hard work I had to do back then to get it up and running, you just go to one place, upload your podcast, and it goes everywhere. So yeah. easy these days compared to then. Um, now that being I... that being said, when I first listened to podcasts. This is back in 2005, 2006. Wi-Fi wasn't on every single phone. iPhones didn't actually exist then. How we used to listen to podcasts then was we had to download it onto our laptop, plug a laptop into our iPod via cable and move it over. (laughs) Back in the day. (laughs) Back in the day. It was a nightmare. It just shows how far podcasts have came since then. What was your content like back then, Rich? What was it the same sort of thing now, or is it obviously evolved in seven years? It's evolved a lot in seven years. Um, in the beginning, it was very much just the diary section that I do, that I'm talking about what I'm doing, and it was very much just recorded in a shed. There was no real editing going on. There was a lot of trying to think what I was saying. I did do scripts, but there was a lot of pauses and stuff. And um, now it's... Um, it's it's certainly a lot of work still to do, but it's certainly evolved into something I'm a lot happier with and feel a lot more like it's got a slightly professional feel to it now. Did, did you feel like you needed to just get started and just find, almost find your yeah. voice? Yeah, yeah, definitely. I mean, back then, I wouldn't. I was the type of person that wouldn't say boo to the goose. So I was... I was very afraid to put my head apart for the power of it. My wife didn't even know I was doing podcasting for the first two, three years. What? <laughs> uh, she didn't know I was doing it. She didn't oh. know I was doing it. I was just recording it in, in silence. And uh, it was very, I mean, partly I was bullied a lot at school and I never spoke about my gardening with my friends at school because I was afraid that I would just give them an excuse. And I think that carried on when I started podcasting and it gave me that outlet that I could talk to no one, but still talk to people who were listening, if that makes sense. Yeah. 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 It makes um, a lot of sense. Yeah. Yeah. But now I'm pretty happy talking about it and, and getting on with it. Happy to say boo to ge- geese. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. It's when they say boo back. <laughs> yeah. It's a scary part. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, out of, I mean, how many episodes have you done now? 364 just out on Monday. Wow, man. That's, I mean, that's a lot of episodes that I like, look back and say, oh, this is my favourite one. But have you have you got a, a favourite? You know what? I was dreading this question. I don't exactly have a favourite episode. Uh, there's some that have stood out a bit more. I think first time I interviewed you was the first time we ever met. Um, that was one of my top ones. Purely yeah. because I was stepping out, completely stepped out of my comfort zone then. Um, when we first spoke, I was like very, very nervous to talk to you. But that day, we then sat down and did this interview, and I was completely stepped out of my uh, comfort zone there. Um, yeah, Garden's World? Garden's World, yeah. I think that was just... two years ago, two, three years ago. Did we do it backstage, like around a table, weren't it? That's right, yeah. I remember yeah. it. I remember it so well with my head. And you know I'm rubbish at remembering stuff. <laughs> um, I had a I had a guy on once who catches moles for a living. 
And he actually contacted me. Yeah. We met up at a show. And I, I don't like seeing animals injured or anything like that. But that one stuck out in my mind because his overriding theme was if you have a garden and you've got moles, don't worry about it. Just let them do their own thing. Um, hmm. That one certainly stuck in my mind. It, was it, he? His job was a mole catcher. His job was a mole catcher, and he was trying he was to put himself out yeah, of a He was. I'm, I'm going to have to find when he's at a show. We're going to have to go see him because he's really entertaining. But Is he still a mole catcher. He's still a mole catcher. Yeah, <laughs> he does a lot of. He he catches these moles quite often in order for people to come and film them. But oh, he's okay. very much you will film them and then. As soon as that mole gets agitated or it's time to go back, it goes back regardless of whether you've got footage or not. How far back have we got to go to listen to this mole catching episode? Oh, that might be about three years ago. Mm. Um, I can't quite remember. Two, three years ago, I think. Yeah, Put that up on social smile, mate. I want That needs to be my Thursday morning listen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll have to dig that out one out and let you know. Uh, when... yeah, he... Go on. I'm sorry. He, he was a really interesting chap because of fact he was targeting gardeners to get them to not take up to get rid of moles. Interesting one, though, isn't it? Yeah. Ever- this is such a great podcast, but I need to interrupt it because Adam Frost from Gardeners World, yeah, you know the one, the one that's taken over from Monty Don at some point. <laughs> He said, right, what's blown me away about him, me, is not just his passion and enthusiasm, but also his tireless efforts to pass his love of gardening on to youngsters. And he said that because he read my How to Get Kids Gardening book with the skinny jean gardener. What a great guy. Now, I'm sure you're sitting there thinking, wow, I wish I could experience what Adam Frost experienced on your book. Well, you can. For just $9.99, it's on Amazon.co.uk. It's an absolute winner if you want to get outside and create real memories as a family. Do you have any others that stand out to you? Um, oh, there's so many. There is so many. I've had, I'm trying to think, there's so many to go through, especially over the last couple of months. When I've gone out to somewhere like, uh, where was it? Um, some of the shows I've gone to, be it CD Sunday or Gardener's World or Chili Fiesta at Westine, they've been really good because I've got the atmosphere yeah. in the background going on and I've really liked those as well. Yeah, uh, I've, they... I've, I've always said about your um, your visit podcasts, I like, have to be the best I've ever listened to. Yeah, the one, the first one I ever listened to that you did was actually I think Gardener's World. Yeah, you probably more ones before, but the one I actually sat down and listened to proper, and you went from like literally the car park <laughs> to parking the car. Park. I was like, no, no one goes into these things in much deeper in in as much detail, but that's what people want to know about. <laughs> but the, I mean, that's the thing. I I do something like parking a car, which two. Of guests and I, I consider myself oh, I try and go into these events as a guest as a just a standard um, punter yeah and somewhere I mean as much as I love Gardner's World Live the show but £16 to park your car and you if you're not aware of that beforehand that suddenly adds up to a, a lot more money on top of £20 tickets or whatever it is yeah these is days it- Bit of a downer when you first rock up there as well, isn't it? Yeah, I think so. I think so. 
But then there's always ways, if you're aware of it, there might be other ways that you can try and save some money, whether you catch a train to these events because it works out cheaper. I don't know. But I think you've got to be aware of this sort of thing before you go. Yeah, 100%, man. Um, is there any guests that you'd really, really like to get on? Yeah, my granddad, oh. <laughs> which is impossible. <laughs> yeah, I mean, my granddad, he kind of inspired me to grow my own. And although he, he encouraged me, because my family's so big, I can't say we ever spent a lot of time just dedicated in the garden. Yeah. But when he, when he passed away about three years ago, a story that the vicar told that I never knew about was that at the outbreak of World War II, my granddad, who his parents owned a nursery, a plant nursery back then, his headmaster pulled him aside and got him to teach all his students how to grow their own food in mm. his tiny little Sussex village. And I, I, he's, he was always quite the most humblest man you could ever meet. And I can never imagine him in front of a class teaching people. Yeah. And I, I, I kind of feel that in some ways him doing that helped those children go on and feed their parents. Yeah. And I just wonder what was going through his head at that time. That's, um, that's a really good answer, that mate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, you weren't expecting yeah. that, were you? <laughs> no, I weren't. It makes me feel really. It makes me feel really emotional. But <laughs> uh, one of the one of the things. I, it's funny you say that. One of the things that I've been talking for ages, and not even just not even for podcast and wise, but just audio wise, is I've said to my granddad that I really want to get him on and just because my you know they have such amazing stories and just to get that on audio. Um, yeah. From you saying that, I must. I'm. I've been do putting it, it off, but I do must. It. Do it. That is one of my regrets that I'd never done that when he was still here. And I was podcasting at the time. So I was a bit of a bit of an idiot to not do it. It's one of those things that you just don't think sometimes. Um... Yeah. You think I was going to be here, don't you? Yeah. That's the thing, man. Good. That's a really good answer, dude. Really good. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, you're throwing me now. <laughs> <laughs> sorry. Sorry. Um, your podcast is, um, especially recently, with your new members club that you've been yeah. uh, uh, starting up, creates real community. Um, like especially like for your Sunday show you do, and the the members club. Uh, can you tell us about more more about that? About what you, what other bits like we talked a bit about Perry doing his plant based TV, but you do a lot of other stuff around it to bring people in. Yeah, I mean, when I when I first started, community was what I felt was the key to making the podcast successful because it, it creates a community, it creates people to chat. And I also had that element where I said well, I was bullied and I was quite shy. I felt there was more people out there that were like that and they had questions they wanted to ask but were too afraid to ask. Yeah, or didn't want it out in the public because they either looked stupid or whatever. They all completely ridiculous, but it is the psychological side of this. Yeah, and so I, I always felt that community was the way to bring everyone together. You get people who know what they're doing, who can pass on the information. You get beginners who want to ask the questions, and in the middle all these people can just interact and share all this knowledge. And I think that's just so important, especially this day and age. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I, I've, I'm kind of really happy with the, the, the interaction I get with the, the, 
um, listeners and the audience. And the fact that we are getting people, I mean, we've got people who are gardening for 60, 70 years listening to my podcast. And they'll come along and say, well, I've never heard of doing it that way, but I've tried it and it worked. Oh, really? Wow. Uh, yeah yeah and then they've shared how they've done it and i've gone away and tried it and it's worked as well yeah and and that just i don't think this is the thing i love about podcasts is that because it's so intimate people get involved a bit more yeah uh, and they feel like you're talking feel like there's a personal side to it Um, which sorry Right, no, it's quite, it's quite a big. I mean, it makes it sound like you're some sort of superhero, but it's quite an um, a big responsibility to be a podcaster because you literally are breaking in on people's days. Like you, they're either listening to you on the way to work or during the day while they're doing stuff, and you're actually in people's heads. Like it's, it's visually like on TV and stuff. It's, it's just a very different media that is is a lot more personal. I think. Absolutely, it's intimate i mean you might be people might be listening to you in their car and it's just you and that one listener yeah um and that that just creates what i i've got to say and i listen to a lot of podcasts it's a a very unique bond that we have yeah definitely it's like earlier when i was talking about um listening to mark moron like his podcast and um i think unfortunately his, his partner like died during covid and stuff and, and because you're like, because you listen to these podcasts over and over again, like you 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 become attached to these people. And I just found myself like crying. In fact, I think some I can't remember what episode it was, but I texted you afterwards, and I cry. I think I cried to one of your podcasts. I can't remember what episode it was now. It's a long time. It's oh. quite a while ago, but it was an episode that just really got me. And um, yeah, was that when I was talking about my cousin? That is it. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. it. Yeah, I just yeah. really, um, yeah. So to everyone who doesn't know what I'm talking about, my cousin committed suicide a couple of years ago. And that really knocked me for six because he was only three months older than me. But the one thing, I mean, he had, he had epilepsy and his epilepsy got so bad that he he couldn't work and he ended up taking his own life. But the one thing that he enjoyed in his only enjoyment was his garden and his gardening. And that, Again, it's that that emotional connection we have with gardening that we don't quite re- realise is is there. Um, yeah. Is another one I wish I had interviewed actually as well. So they're talking about it. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, gosh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's getting late. It's getting late. <laughs> um, mate, wh- who do you listen to, dude? Like, what? What? I know you do a lot of driving about during the day. Who? Who are you listening to? What's going on? Yeah, um, it does depend. I mean, I listen to quite a lot of gardening podcasts, but every now and then I need a bit of a a break away from the podcast. So LBC, if I'm in the area that I can get LBC, then I'll listen to that. What is going on with LBC? (laughs) (laughs) I think for a living, I'm a refrigeration engineer, so I do a lot of driving in a van, a lot of time on my own. So LBC gives me sort of voices that I'm listening to, same as podcasts. Yeah. Um, uh, If I'm not in the area where I can hear that, this is going to really probably shock you. Radio 4. It doesn't shock me because I think there's some good stuff on Radio 4. Oh, there's some brilliant stuff. Brilliant stuff. Um, And again, it's it's that interaction. 
Um, I find radio that plays music all the time, you hear the same music, same song over and over, and I get really irritated. Yeah, you've got to be in the, in the right. In, I don't think I've listened to radio and music radio for about, I'm going to say about eight years now. Yeah, yeah, I'm the same. I'm quite the same. Um, um, yeah, quite, yeah, eight years yeah. maybe, I reckon. Yeah. Um, but there are, there are times when I need livening up, and that's when I tend to listen to 80s rock music. Cool. So you've gone from Radio 4 to 80s rock, you know, Guns N' Roses, Metallica. <laughs> <laughs> that's on a Friday on the way home, right? Absolutely. You you know it. <laughs> um, mate, where do you see the future of podcasting? Where do you reckon it's going to go? Like, it was, it's, oh, it's grown so much yeah. in the past seven years. What's What's going to happen? You know, I still don't think, and I think we've had many conversations about this, We, I don't think we've scratched the potential that podcasts have. No. There's so many different avenues that we can go down with, if we had enough time. Um, right. You know, I, the, the Americans, they were saying the American podcasters have gone onto it a lot better than what we have, and they can go into long podcasts, a lot of details, they tell stories really well. That is where I see, think we've got a, or where the potential is, getting those stories across. It is all about storytelling, after all. It really is, and they are really good at it because they, there's not many podcasts. Like, this podcast will go out as a two-hour podcast or two and a bit more, probably the longest one I've actually put out for a long time. But <laughs> over in America, they can put ones out free, maybe even four. I, I know Joe Rogan's put one out that's been about six hours long. Mm. Um yeah, there was one podcast I used to listen to that was an hour and a half to two hours every day. Wow. Mm. Um, again, it brings that back that community side of things, doesn't it? Like if you're uh, if you're along for the ride, if you're along for the story, then you'll you'll sit and listen to that. Yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. And that, that's um, the great so, thing. Is it, so, sorry. No, after you, my friend. I was going to say, it's once you make that connection, people keep, do come back and keep coming back. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you got. Yeah, you must. You must speak to so many, so many listeners, like the regular listeners, a lot. Yeah, I try to. I try and answer every single email or every single communication that I get. It's not easy, um, but yeah, and, and but it's great because it does create that that friendship that. Yeah. And it's all based around gardening. And I don't feel any of the people I went to school with, I have that same connection with. Yeah. Gardening, gardening and podcasting, do that to you, mate. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> uh, you are almost a co-host on my podcast uh, during the week. Um, but for everyone that just wants to just listen to you, uh, <laughs> where, where can they, uh, obviously the, the usual podcast stores, but where can they find out more about you? The, the veggrowerpodcast.co.uk is my website. You'll find everything on there that you need to know. Um, but you'll find me on pretty much every single podcatcher service out there that is going. Nice one, dude. Thanks for waiting about, mate. And um, No worries. I'll speak to you later. Have a good one. Cheers, dude. Right, dude. See you later. Hope you enjoyed the podcast. If you fancy giving it a review, then five stars only. You know the score. Just five stars. Write what you want after that, can't you? But five stars. 
in your podcast app. Uh, thanks to Flymo, flymo.com for all your Flymo needs. And uh, yeah, if you want to get in contact, it's lee at skinjingarnet.co.uk or on the socials. And remember, we go live Monday to Thursday, 8 till 10 on Facebook, Twitch, YouTube and Twitter. This is a Skin and Gin Gardener podcast sponsored by Flyro.